Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard from Monday, April 18th, 2022. I'm Micah Chopley, and this is a very special show. It's my 100th episode. 100 shows. So this is what? I guess week 20. 20 weeks of doing this show five days a week. I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but that's pretty impressive. It really is. It's impressive when... You have no one telling you you must do something, and you do it so consistently. You know, it's like it's like taking online classes, which I hated, because I never really had the, you know, the 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 uh, control to do that stuff, to do it uh, everything on time, and you know, and to really get into it when you're not you know seeing anybody in person, and there's no energy there. But there are people who do that and do it real well. Some people have gotten, especially the last two plus years, right? Some people have gotten degrees online, which I think is incredibly impressive to get a degree online. It's not easy. It really isn't. Um, But this is even tougher in a way because at least with the online classes, you are expected to do something within a certain time limit or you'll fail. So there's some kind of pressure, right? There's some kind of fire under the ass. But look at this. Okay, this is no, we started in November. We started around Thanksgiving and we're going now, almost the end of April, five months, five days a week. And this is show number 100. I promise in about 30 seconds, I'll stop patting myself on the back. But uh, yes, yeah, so it's a special show. It's the 100th show, the centennial. How, how else do you, what, what else? The, uh, we're in triple digits now. I don't know. It's exciting. I think it's very, very exciting, at least for me. I don't care if it's exciting for you. It's exciting for me. Um, and we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. By the time the midterms come around, what? We'll be at show number, what, maybe 250 or something? So it seems like there's a long way to go before the midterms, but there really isn't. There really is not. There's not uh, not a lot of uh, time. It's going to be here very quickly. It's going to be here very quickly. Um, people like to say it's a few months away. Well, it's not a few months away. It's several months away. But it's, it's going to feel, you know, once the summer's over, you know that, right? Once we hit... Look, we're almost at Memorial Day in a month. Once we hit Labor Day, it's a sprint. Then you're talking two months, right? Less than two months till the election. So um, the Democrats keep reminding us. Just the Democrats have reminded us every day since I started this show. I mean, well, before this show started. But, uh, well, the last hundred shows I've done, the first hundred shows, the Democrats have reminded me every day why we must defeat them in November. So if, once again, if you're worried, I spoke about this about a week ago, if you're worried that people are going to forget all the damage Democrats have done over the last 25, 26 months, you don't have to worry about it. Because even if people f- want to forget, the Democrats aren't going to let them forget because they they're going to keep on keeping on, baby. There's no change in course. There's no game change. There's no course change. People say, oh, Biden must – the Democratic strategist. I love – how do you become a strategist? Really, how do you become – a, a Democratic or Republican strategist. Doesn't it mean you just talk about politics? Come on, let's face it. Every once in a while, you see someone who had a real position like James Carville, you know, a, a campaign advisor or something or a campaign manager. But mostly, I could be a, I could be a strategist now. I could be an independent strategist. I could be a libertarian strategist, right? Maybe I'll go on Fox. Hey, Brian Kilmeade, invite me on. I want to be a libertarian. You've never had a libertarian strategist. You've had a... Fox has had Democrat strategists and Republican strategists, but how about a libertarian strategist? I can carve out my own little little niche there. Anyway, I digress. Um, but they like to say, oh, Biden must change course. He must – he has to – why hasn't he changed? What, what course is he going to change? 
There's no cause for him to change because he believes in all this stuff. They be- Once again, we talked about mask holes, right? They'll believe in this stuff until the day they die. They'll never admit they were wrong. Never. Never. And vaccine holes, vaccine morons, vaccine cultists, vaccine enthusiasts. They'll never admit the vaccines didn't stop the spread, even though we know it doesn't stop the spread. Because people have gotten 17 vaccines, have gotten COVID five times. So we know it doesn't stop the spread. But these people will go to their grave believing this because there's no humility anymore. People can show humility and to say, I'm wrong. And because Biden has zero humility, as most presidents have zero humility, but Biden has absolute sub-zero humility, he's not going to change. He's not going to change course. That's the problem people get elected to these high offices. They have so many character flaws. In fact, their character flaws are often what gets them there because character flaws work in politics. Being a good person, a true, honest person does not work. You can't raise money. So a character, being able to raise money from people, being able to submit to the whims of people with money in order to get who you are is a huge character flaw. Sell out, whatever you want to call it, the whore, whatever you want to say. So these people who get elected to these offices, the highest offices, the higher offices you get elected to, the more character flaws you have. And humility is one of them with almost every president and any president in my lifetime. He cannot admit he's wrong. When have you ever really seen if, – if you can tell me of a time that a, a president really changed course, well, all right, maybe Clinton with the triangulation thing. Was that kind of a change in course? But Clinton was never a real lefty. He was always a centrist, so I don't know if he changed course or if he just went back to who he was. But I, most don't change. Since Clinton, I can't remember any real president changing any course. And Biden won't change. The Democrats can lose 100 seats in the House, five or six seats in the Senate. He's still not going to change course. There'll be no course change. What happens when a president, as they always do, they lose seats in the House, so they lose Congress, they lose the Senate. What do they always say? They always say the same thing. They always say, I'm going to work with the new Congress. I'm going to work with the other party. But they never do. They give it lip service. Right after the the election, they give it lip service. But holidays come. The next new year comes. The new Congress is sworn in. And nothing ever changes. So this is not going to change. He cannot change course. He can't change course. The man is still – guys, the man's still wearing masks outside. The man is still wearing masks in year three of this outdoors. He's not changing course. He can't even change course on that. He can't even take his fucking mask off. The dumb black mask, big black mask, as, as Trump said so eloquently. He can't even take that off outdoors. How's he going to change course on major issues? How? Impossible. It's not going to happen. So let's, let's, let's stop talking about that. Let's strategists on both sides need to stop saying, well, Biden needs to change course. He ain't going to. It's not going to happen. So what will happen is he'll lose the House and Senate, and then the, they'll lose the presidency. And that will be the course change. And that's the natural course change, isn't it? That's what will happen. He'll be a lame duck in a few months, and then he won't be president anymore. And that, there's your course change. Retirement is his course change, which should have happened a long time ago. But this idea that all of a sudden, oh, all of a sudden he's going to, oh, take masks off, admit the mask didn't work, stop with the vaccine, stop with the vaccine passports up. We have today, today on April, yesterday, sorry, yesterday, 
April 17th. Sunday, April 17th, these ridiculous Sunday shows where the White House put these morons on TV like Fauci for the last two and a half years. Today, today, think about this. We're entering spring, summer of 2022, right? 95% of the country has moved on and moved on months ago from COVID restrictions. Months ago. States like Florida and Texas, a year or so ago at least, And the White House puts on this schmuck, this schmuck, Ja, J-H-A, Dr. Ja, who says the U.S. must assess role of vaccine mandates for travel. Again, they're with this vaccine mandate. How many many times they talked in the last year and a half about vaccine mandates for travel, these morons? They won't stop with it. They won't stop with it. Whether it's Fauci, whether it's Walensky, this guy Ja, J-H-A. How, how do they keep on hiring these morons? What do they look for? They look for left-wing moron doctors? They do, they do a casting call for left – do they put on Craigslist? Have they put – does the White House put listings for left-wing shithead doctors? Is that what they put up the casting call for? It's one after the other. After that, very funny. This guy Ja looks very much like Jay Bhattacharya and a friend of mine – actually wrote to Bhattacharya on Twitter saying, did the White House hire a guy that looks like you just to confuse people? And Bhattacharya answered back, I don't want to say anything negative about Dr. Chaz, so I'll take the fifth on this one. So we give, the, we give Dr. Bhattacharya the fifth on this one. But it's obvious, it looked to me like the White House put a guy that looks like Jay Bhattacharya on so people would get confused and think the guy who's been sane for two and a half years is now working for the White House and has become insane. I mean, that's the only thing I can see here. Who is this guy? I've never seen him before. He showed why. Are they still hiring more doctors now to talk about COVID? I think they should all be let go. They shouldn't be paying these doctors anymore to talk about COVID on Sunday shows. But this guy's going back to this, this medieval thought of having vaccine mandates, add, adding more mandates instead of going back to normal. They want to add more. They want to add stuff they didn't do for two years now in year three. Instead of going back to normal, the Democrats cannot let go. So you see, if you're worried about people forgetting, Dr. Ja will go on in four months and say the same shit again. People won't. It's a normal president, a normal president without dementia, whatever he may have. I had this conversation with the same friend who hit up Dr. Bhattacharya over the weekend saying, is it dementia? Is it Alzheimer's? My friend who's got two degrees, medical degrees, says, no, it's probably not Alzheimer's. It's more likely dementia. Who knows? Whatever it may be, any normal president would not put these people on TV anymore, would not let these people go on TV anymore. What is he doing? It's almost like they want to lose as big as possible in November. It's almost like they want to lose. What in a normal president with a brain who's not dem- – I mean Joe Biden in his, in his heyday was a real political operative. He knew how to play the game of politics. But and until Trump, of course, he couldn't win the White House. The only reason he won the White House is because of Trump. He tried several times and couldn't. But in his old days, he would know politically, don't. This is political suicide. Stop. This is political suicide. Stop going on TV. Stop having these people go on TV. Tell them right away. Do not go on or you're fired. Not this guy because he's not all there. How do you change course when you're not even all there? When you don't even know what the course is. He doesn't know what's going on. 
I'm going to disagree with my friend. My friend thinks it's more dementia and Alzheimer's because Alzheimer's patients are like, you can tell they start sweating and getting, uh, you know, anxiety attacks because it's like they walk two blocks from their house and they don't know where they are anymore and they're lost. They don't know how to get back. And that's very anxious. And I thinking about that makes me anxious. And they don't, he doesn't think Biden's at that point. But I have seen Biden at several points where it looks like he's nervous and sweating and doesn't know what's going on. And he obviously doesn't know what's going on in the world in his own country and what the course is. So how could he change it? He seems to be totally disconnected from reality. And not in a way that's political, more than a way that's mental. How do you let people like this still go on in April of 2022? How? I don't get it. I just, I just totally don't get it. As, as Clay Travis said today in his tweet, this is how I found out about this guy, because I don't watch these dumb Sunday shows. Joe Biden's new, 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 the guy's new. They're hiring, he's hiring new, as he says, as Clay Travis said, new COVID imbecile. He's hiring new COVID imbeciles three years into this. New COVID imbecile advisor says COVID vaccine mandates for air travel need to be assessed. These people are never going to allow normalcy. They must be crushed in November. And yes, as I've said, Remember in November. Hashtag remember in November. Remember in November. It's just, it's stunning to me. It's stunning to me that they're still allowing these people, not only allowing them to go on, they're hiring new ones to go on and say the same old things again as though this was two years ago. As though this was two years ago. Yes, COVID is still with us. That's because it's called endemic, like the flu, like the sniffles are still with us. It's never going to go away. No matter what vaccine mandates, passports, masks, it's not going. And that's why three years is still here, because it's not going anywhere. So we got to live with it. Live normally with it, like we live normally with colds and flus. And hepatitis. And syphilis. And 800 other diseases. That's the point. And you don't need these schmuck doctors to take us back in time. You don't need schmucky doctors in L.A. going crazy when you have 200 people in the hospital in COVID in the city of Valley together of 8 to 10 million. And that means the 200 people in the hospital with COVID probably two have COVID. Actual COVID and nothing else. No other issues. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Now you have New York going back into the medium level and people talking in New York about bringing masks and vaccine passport system back as the summer starts. Are you crazy? Are you insane? Are you fucking nuts? We can only believe Democrats want to destroy our cities. They want small businesses to die. Things are just going back as they were last June, as they were last summer. As things started to just get back in, they put in masks and vaccine passports, and everything died again for another nine months. Now things are coming back again. Now they want to kill it just in the summer of 2022 and the tourism season starts for the third fucking time? Like I said, they're not going to let us forget. In November, crush them. In November, crush them. Lose as many seats as they ever have in the House and Senate in the midterm, in the history of midterms. Destroy them, crush them, annihilate them, end them. And that's our first 15 minutes of our 100th anniversary show.
Well, it wasn't going to be fun and games, people. Because there are no fun and games as long as Democrats exist in the society. As long as these people exist in society, forget it. It's not going to happen. The Democratic Party is totally destroyed. It'll be a better world. It'll be a better world. And I never thought I'd ever say that. I hate the two-party system. My goodness, I shouldn't like a one-party system. But there's no other choice at this point. Build a new party. Build seven new parties. Splinter off into seven parties. I don't care. But the Democrat Party, as it's in its current form, must go away. It must go away. It has to. And these same people, into our next subject, um, don't want Elon Musk to buy Twitter. I know we spoke about this on Friday. But there are more developments over the weekend which make it look like he's not going to get it, as I said on Friday. Um, Evidently, Musk has some kind of a plan B, which is, I think, bringing in other investors. Also, at $40 billion, he could also start, I mean, a company much stronger than Twitter if he wants to. But, you know, this. but it's like... I'm sorry, that was a beep. I'll tell you what that beep was about in a second. Um, but uh, what was I saying? The beep got me off track, like Biden. No, but Musk, look, they, they want him to not buy it because they don't believe in freedom of speech. I mean, that, that's all it comes down to. This whole thing about, oh, a billionaire shouldn't own a company. Come on, stop it with Bezos owning the Post and all this. Come on, you know, it's idiotic. One guy owned the news, one guy owns Washington Post. Stop it. Please stop it, okay? And of course, he's the left who loved Musk because of the electric cars, now they hate him. Now he's evil. He was a champion of, of the Green New Deal and the green economy and a green new world with the electric cars. And now he's an evil guy who wants to buy Twitter. He, he's an evil guy who wants to buy Twitter so everyone can say what they want. This is exactly what the left is saying, by the way. This is exactly what they're saying. And they're not even really disguising it. They're saying we can't have... Uh, say what you want. You, they can't have a platform where anyone can say what they want. You can't have that kind of a platform. And by the way, Musk has made it clear about the, the line is where the government has always drawn the line, where the Constitution's always drawn the line when it comes to a, a direct violent threat to somebody. Of course it wouldn't be allowed. So the left is full of shit again. They're full of shit again. Believe me, <laughs> if Elon Musk wanted to buy, if, if, a, if a guy like Elon Musk was a lefty and he wanted to buy Fox News, the left would be like, oh, how great, Elon Musk is going to buy Fox News. It'll be different now. It'll be state-run, it'll be Democrat-controlled media like MSNBC and CNN. We're all for it. But here's the guy that simply wants free speech. Doesn't want it to be left. Doesn't want it to be right. Wants everyone, the left and the right, to be able to say what they want and not be banned for it. Wants the New York Post, one of the oldest newspapers, to be able to put an article up about a president's son and not be banned for it. A factual article, which everyone now says is true about the president's son and not be banned for it because they want the Democrats to win the election. Because they just can't have Trump winning again. Holy shit. Come on, people. What would have happened? I love the, let's play the what if game a little bit. I love this what if game because the Democrats make it so easy. What if that was Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Lara Trump? What if, it, what if it was them that were the crack addict with the laptop and the Ukraine money and all the shadiness? What would the Democrats be saying? Would they be saying things like the left is saying where it's not a, it's not a worthy story, it's not interesting? 
please. P L E A S E. If one of the if, if if Eric Trump said the big guy, we gave money to the big guy, the left wouldn't be saying that's obviously Donald Trump. Please. P L E A S E. Stop. Stop. A three-year-old can see through your hypocrisy. A three-year-old can see through it. A three-year-old, dude, they want to teach about the sex change, too. The Democrats want to change sex. They want to teach sex change to that three-year-old that can see through your hypocrisy. Right through it. The what-if game can be played a million different ways. What if... Donald Trump was at a podium and turned around to shake someone's hand, a mystery, a ghost person, and then looked for 30 seconds trying to figure out where the people were. What would the left be saying about Donald Trump's mental state? What would they be saying about the 2-5 amendment? Please, please, can I spell it again for you? Come on. Come on, guys. You're not fooling anybody. The left is not fooling anybody. They're not. And as... I have said, and many have said, if Donald Trump were a mask person, the, dem- the left would say masks are stupid. If Donald Trump was a mask person and still wearing masks now, the left would say he's crazy. He's insane. It's part of his insanity. If Donald Trump had people on Fox, New- Fox or, or any Sunday show three years into this saying we need to have people show papers to get on airlines, they'd say he's a fascist. A sick, crazy fascist who doesn't follow science and common sense. Please, again, I could play this what? I can do a whole week. I can do, I can do five hours. Well, two and a half hours. I can actually do an hour a day for five days doing this what-if game. What if it was Trump? What if it was Trump's kids? What if it was the Trump administration? And look at Biden's approval, even with 90% of the media on his side, except for maybe Fox News, who tells the truth about Biden, and maybe some right, right, center-right or right-wing podcasts and, and radio shows that tell the truth about Biden. 90% of the media is on Biden's side, and his approval is 33. With 90%, if 90% of the media were against him, like they were against Trump, his approval would be 12. It's 33 with all the media on his side. One out of every three people understand that. What is it? 25% of independents? 26% of Latinos? 26? Do you know know that's that's absolutely mind-blowing? That only one out of every four Latinos approve of a Democrat president? Who was Obama's vice president? I, I, I think we can just sit here quietly... For the next, the last eight minutes of the show, and contemplate what that means. Let's do that. No, just kidding. But really, think about it. It's absolutely insane. You know, there was a. T- I believe the common thought was, and I remember hearing this a lot, especially with Bush and during his elections, W. That if a Republican, that if a, if a Republican gets thirty thirty five percent, if a, if the Republican get one out of every three Latinos, they could probably win the presidency. But it was tough for the. It was tough for Republicans to get thirty. 35% of the Latino vote. It was tough. 25% approve of Biden. It doesn't mean Republicans would get 75% Latino vote. That's not going to happen. But they could get 40% of it. 45% of it. Maybe half. It's over. It's over for Democrats. It's over for Biden. 
one of every four independents, the most important voting bloc, the bloc takes up, what, 50% of the electorate? One of every four? You need it. You need the majority of independents. You need it. You 51, 52, 55% of independents? 25? It's, 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 it's just... But this is simply because the, the left-wing media, which is 90%, is no longer being able to brainwash people. I think COVID had a lot to do with it. People have seen how much they've been lied to, how much how their freedom has been taken away, and they're not, they're not going to take it anymore. They're just not taking it anymore. Look at what's happening in China. Have you seen what's happening in, 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 uh, in Shanghai? Have you seen how nuts they are? I can't tell you what I want to do to these people. I can't tell you. Maybe if Elon Musk, well, yeah, if you on Twitter, I could tell you what I'd like to do in a, my fantasy land world to these people. But now I couldn't. I'd get banned. I can't stand looking at this stupid, those stupid white spacesuits. They're like out of E, the extraterrestrial, those idiotic fucking moronic white suits, hazmat suits, like the fucking COVID's going to get on your fucking knee or your shoe, you fucking moron in China, you moron Chinese in China. What the fuck is that? You morons, you idiots, you fucking imbeciles. You're supposed to be the smart people. The Asians are supposed to be the smart ones. They were when I was in school. Are you kidding me? And aside from how stupid the fucking thing looks, like a sci-fi film, you idiots. You schmucks. Look at what they're doing to people. They're tackling them. They're dragging them. They're killing dogs and cats. If they think a dog was near someone with COVID, they'd kill it. Are you kidding me? Now, where are we? Where is this government? Where's Dementia Biden talking out against that the way he's talking out against Putin in Russia and what they're doing in Ukraine? This is also a human rights violation that everyone can see. Hell, we don't even have footage that clear of Russians doing what they're supposed to be doing to Ukraines. We see the aftermath. But with China, we're seeing it as it's happening. Is the U.S. condemning it? When you see the aftermath, you don't know the total truth. You don't know if it's being set up. You don't know if the Russians are doing it or the Ukrainians are doing it to their own people or it's a combination of both. We are, and yet they're still condemning Russia. We are seeing it in, in real time as it's happening, as these morons are Violating people's human, human rights, killing animals, imprisoning people because they thought maybe they might have connect, they might have someone they know who, who has a cold. Are you kidding me? And this country doesn't speak out about that. Showing more hypocrisy. You know why? Because the left in this country would like to do that here. If the left in this country had their druthers and had it their way, they would do that to people right here. So they look at that like an admiration. I look at that and think, thank God we've got the Second Amendment. Never thought I'd say that two or three years ago. And that's why they can do it in China. Because those people they're doing it to don't have guns on them. They don't have a fucking arsenal in their apartment. Those cops don't even have guns, by the way. If the people had guns, they couldn't do that. What they're doing. But there's nothing, they have nothing to defend themselves with. They have nothing to defend their rights, their freedom, their bodily autonomy, and their human rights with. They can scream all they want. They don't care. They're outnumbered. And yet this country says nothing. This country says nothing. And then you, 
you, you see that, and then the problem is, then some, some person who's not as sane as I am, who doesn't have this show to express himself and get the stuff off his chest, sees that and hates Asians. And then you have Asian violent crime on Asians here. Then you have poor Asians here that have nothing to fucking do with that, taking the hit, because we do nothing about it. Our government does nothing about it. If our government condemned it, if our government did sanctions on China, it would do something. People would see punishment, but they don't. They would see condemnation, but they don't. So it festers inside them. The anger festers inside them, and they take it out on the wrong people, on the people they shouldn't be taking it out on. It's our government's fault that there's Asian crime here. Asian bashing here. It's our own government's fault. We see that on TV, and our government does nothing about it. They do nothing about it. I mean, there are crazies in here who want, you know, who, who, would, who want to cancel Russians. But at least our government, which is absolutely insane, but at least our government, you see, they say the government's doing something. The government's taking some kind of a stand. There are sanctions. They're coming out daily and condemning it. So people see that and they say, okay, there's some kind of punishment to it. But with this, there's no punishment. There's no punishment. Why? Because our government is a bunch of fucking hypocrites. And there are so many people here who would like to do that to their own people here and cats and dogs here. Believe me, there are nuts here who think you can have COVID on your shoes. I've spoken to them. There are nuts here who think a dog or cat can spread COVID. I've talked to them. There are people here who travel in spacesuits. I've seen them. A bunch of fucking nutcases. Happy 100th, Mike. Maybe one, maybe by, the, maybe by show 10,000, there'll be something pleasant to talk about. Maybe by show 10,000, this will be over. Only if the Democrats are destroyed. That's it. Thanks for listening to show number 100. Listen tomorrow to the beginning of the second 100. Show number 101. This has been, and let's be heard, I'm Micah Chopley. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening.